So we're going to talk about um, something really important that I feel like gets kind of glossed over a little bit, but the big transition from preschool to elementary school. Um, there's a lot that changes, right? Um, I'm not there yet. I have a two-year-old. He's awesome, but we still have some time. So I just kind of want to ask you guys some questions and kind of get your experiences because um, you guys are there. You're living it right now or you've lived through it or you're about to go through it another time. Like, it's so awesome that you guys are here and you're willing to share those experiences with us. Um, and we really appreciate that. What has been the biggest struggle for your kid during this adjustment? For me, um, my two girls are totally different in personalities. Um, so with Elizabeth, my oldest, the biggest struggle was probably following along with the class routine. Um, like she's very outgoing, very independent, very just bubbly and exuberant. And I heard from her kindergarten teacher, like, I hear a lot from Elizabeth of, can I tell you something? I want to show you something. I want it. Like she wanted to have that one-on-one attention that she was used to at home. And she kind of had to learn to be one of many. Um, so that was the thing with her. And then with Anna is much more, um, much more reserved. And so my biggest concern with her was going to be the social aspect and, um, you know, putting herself, like putting herself out there and not just following along, but, you know, interacting with the other kids as well. Your girls are a lot night and day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) See, I've got two boys. So it was very different for us. Uh, They went to preschool two years before they went to kindergarten and it was all at the same school. So for them, I think the biggest transition was going from just half day, a couple days a week to full day every single day. Um, So they went from, you know, coming home and having lunch and a nap time at home to now we have to do it at school. They were with the same students from preschool to kindergarten, so that wasn't a big difference for them. They were used to following the routine, the teachers, you know, taking turns in school. It was really just the all-day thing. Um, And then for my oldest, I think it was a lot more difficult for him because he also has Asperger's. So his attention span is a lot less. So preschool was a little easier because he only had to do it for a short amount of time. Um, so that was that was rough for him. And then my my second, Logan, he is completely fine. His was just more of like a social aspect as well. Um, he's a very big homebody. So he, he likes to do everything with me. He follows me. So being at school a long time, he's in kindergarten right now. It's getting better. It's getting better. Um, in the beginning, it was a little rough, but now he enjoys school. Monday mornings are rough, but once he gets into the routine, I think he's a lot better. So mm. Friday is rough for us. Really? Yeah, so my kids, just like yours, all have totally different personalities, right? It felt like it was we raised triplets because they were all three in diapers, right? Three, two, one. It was crazy, right? So what we did was we started our kids early and often, like you hear that maybe in sports early and often, right? We uh, started our kids in preschool at two um, and they went, I mean, it was ridiculously taxing on the parent as you all probably are experiencing or have experienced, Um, but uh, they did a two-year-old class, a three-year-old class, a four-year-old class. So they had three years of schooling and interaction with teachers and being taught from someone that wasn't the parent you know, those were all, we thought, really, really valuable things. Um, so when it came time to transition to kindergarten, I 
I don't really remember a transition, right? It was just, this was the next thing. And we've always talked to our kids, like kind of like they're adults, so to speak, you know, and, and I think that really helped, you know, we didn't have any of the meltdown stuff with the parents, either me or my wife or the child, any of them, just because they clearly knew what the expectations were, you know, going into this. Um, and uh, so that, I guess it's just been a pretty seamless transition for us. Uh, it was actually a really positive thing for us, for us to get a break, right? For them to go and learn and, and be a part of a, another environment for more than just two or two and a half hours to where we could actually do things with our lives, right? <laughs> um, so it was, it was great for all of us, truthfully. Um, yeah, so for us, like I said, for us, Friday, it's Fridays. Like we used to, we used to say it was when kindergarten with the oldest one, and we've slowly phased out of it because now the youngest one in school is a first grader. But they all went through it to where for a couple of years there, um, Mondays were fine. Um, we do early bedtime routines. We always have, you know, people thought we were nuts. It's paid dividends. Um, so I'm good with all those things. So Monday mornings wasn't the issue for any of us. It was Friday when they get home from school. They were exhausted from the week. We call it the Friday night blues. And they barely even made it, you know, to bedtime, right? To the normal bedtime time. So, Yeah. Now that you mentioned the preschool, because we, we did it for two years, not starting at two. So they had two years of preschool. The meltdowns were in their first year of preschool. Sure. So once they got to kindergarten, mm -hmm. they didn't have the meltdowns because they were used to going to school. And we do the early bedtimes as well. But my oldest was in kindergarten when COVID hit. So he only got a small chunk of time for full time. And then everything was online. And now we're in school and we've got full-blown COVID. And it's just, it's it's a normal transition for them. So it's really not... My, my second was in preschool. So, it, you know, it was kind of, it kind of just has snowballed into normalcy for us. Yeah, you say that like the meltdowns, I guess, that's when they happened at yeah. the two-year-old phase. Yeah. But how is that any different than any other day? Because right. the meltdowns were constant anyways, right? Yeah. So yeah. just deal with it. <laughs> I don't know. And, it, and it's more age-appropriate at that level too. But yeah. if they haven't mm -hmm. had that experience in preschool, going to kindergarten is is quite a shock, you know. My kids, we've moved a lot, so they they all did at least two years of preschool. Um, some Andrew started at one downstairs, and he's he, he's in his fourth year at at Mount Pleasant. Um, so they definitely had that experience and had that ability to um, you know have different teachers and you know learn new things in the preschool setting where it's a lot safer. I think um, emotionally. Then when you're jumping into a room of 30 something, you know, in a kindergarten classroom, that's overwhelming. Even sure. if you've had, you know, even if you've had preschool, because, you know, in pre-K right now, he's got a class of 15 and he'll, they'll probably be at least 20, 24 next year. Well, and rep they say repetition is the key to mastery, right? So they start early, they start going through the motions, right? They start learning how to behave. They start learning how to learn from other adults, right? So when they get to that moment, when there's mm -hmm. 30 kids and they have to behave, you know, they've been prepped for that moment, right? Yeah. So maybe that's what made it easier for us to do. So, yeah. You know, to be honest, I think church is a big help too, because it's kind of the same setting 
And then, mm-hmm. you know, when you belong in programs like Mom, Mom to Mom or Moms of Faith, they get that setting mm-hmm. too with other children the same age. So even if you don't have that opportunity to put them in preschool, if you're involved in the community, your kids are also involved in the community. So that helps give them some access to mm-hmm. other students, how a classroom should work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it gives them more flexibility too, because yeah. if they're, you know, they could be in a preschool class maybe a couple days a week or maybe not. Uh, and then in the church with, you know, different leaders, different kids, and then maybe something else for the mom's group, you know. So they learn to kind of adapt in different situations, even though they don't know they're learning that. But they learn that, okay, in this room I have to follow these people and these rules. And um, <clears throat> I think that's really helped all of my kids just doing a lot of different things with them. Isn't that a lot like life, right? Yeah. yeah. Preparing them to leave right one day yes. and to be able to adapt mm-hmm. and all those things. So. so what's the biggest piece of advice you would have given yourselves as like you're reaching this point in life? Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just breathe. Yes. <laughs> They're going to survive. I mean, we had a really rough kindergarten year with my oldest. It was, Karen knows, it was awful. Um, There was just clashing with the teacher, with other students. It was bad. And I was constant back and forth. I'm going to pull him from school. I'm just going to homeschool him. But I had to remember to take a step back and let the school handle it because I can't control everything. It's my job to help him at home and prepare him for what's going to happen at school and in life. So... That was really big for me and for him because I think I was putting a lot of pressure on him and that's just making it worse. So everything's going to be okay. Just take a step back and let let life happen. <laughs> I think I already kind of said it. Uh, for us, it was early and often just started from an early age, I guess one, which is amazing. <laughs> but I think we might take you up on that. <laughs> yeah. do that with our first one. But you brought up an interesting point that we haven't really talked about yet, which is homeschooling. And it's like an increasingly popular thing to do for lots of different reasons, for lots of different people. Uh, God love them. I could never do it. Um, There's nothing wrong with it. I have no negative uh, about it at all. Um, But uh, I I think, you know, we kind of touched on earlier about preparing them to leave and to be able to be in scenarios that are uncomfortable and challenging in different settings. And like, to me, that's what sending them to school does right and you know i've got some of our best friends they homeschool um, and i'm sure they're doing a great job i mean i don't know how they're doing it but they are and uh, my only thing is like you know the only negative is your your kids are missing out on all these challenging social interactions with kids and other adults and other teachers and you know so i guess for anybody listening you know i might encourage them to that is considering or, or very certain they're going to homeschool maybe to consider to to not you know i, I don't know like i definitely wouldn't do that different yeah, yeah consider it you know and my like i said my my good friends that do this you know they're when we talk about that right because we can have open and honest conversations amongst friends and i say that to them and they're like well you know that's that's what we do with church and they're heavily involved in the kids program and it's like well you know you're not wrong Right. Yeah. So there's obviously the other side of the coin right, with that conversation. So I would say my advice, I guess, is more practical, like really familiarize yourself with the methods of communication for the school, because the first time my kids went into kindergarten, it was overwhelming. 
the first, even just the number of emails I would get from the school, um, but also like the different apps that the every teacher is different that they use for communication. Um, you know how how to see their grades because now everything everything it's so different from when we were kids and we'd get a paper report card a couple times a year and now everything is online and it's instant and you can see it all and it is it really is overwhelming like I've got apps for each of my kids teachers I've got an app to check the, where the bus is I've got an app for the school lunch and then for their grades and it's a lot um, so I would say you know before your kid starts like look at all of those avenues, um, familiarize yourself with them and decide which ones you're really going to, you know, pay attention to because you can't look at everything. Um, it is, and it is overwhelming. And I did not realize that before my daughter went to kindergarten, just how much information was going to be coming at me. We didn't have as much being in a private school. So I think that might be a big difference between the private and the public is, it's on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. So we have one app and we have teachers' cell phone numbers and we're Facebook friends with them. It's just, it's so different. Um, I mean, I can call the front office and just be like, hey, can you give Lucas an ibuprofen today? Because he's got a headache, you know, and I can, I can do that. And I know that he's safe. And I'm, it's very, very different, I think. I mean, I went to a public school. So I, I, I know what it is, and I'm a little jealous of my children because they get to go to a private school. They have that wonderful opportunity. But on the flip side, I don't think that they're getting the same experiences that I did because sports aren't offered mm-hmm. as they would be in, like, a public school. Um, all the opportunities, like, they have computer lab. They're doing Spanish, but it's on a smaller scale. And, and I think that it will prepare them for life in a different way that your girls will be prepared mm-hmm. for life. So it'll be interesting to see if they're growing up together because they see each other all the time, the, the differences and how they treat life as they get older. It's funny because I'm the opposite. I went to private school and my kids are now in public school. So I see the same thing like, oh, they have more options. Yes. But, you know, I took French in elementary school and we went to church and we did, you know, concerts and prayer services and all sorts of things that my kids don't get to do. And I, you know, I wish they had access to that, but at the same time, they have other things that they can do. Um, Isn't that funny? So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's no way, I mean, there's no way to have it all and there's no school out there that gets everything right. Right. So, um, you know, when we were looking at, at school for our kids, we decided public school was the best option just because we we live in a really good public school district um, and we couldn't see paying tuition when we had a great school already there. Um, so you kind of just have to have to make the best of where you're at and fill in everything that's missing um, where you can. Mm-hmm.